One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men Radio. I am Paul Mach and I am joined this week by Mr. Stephen Hall, who was more than a capable deputy in my absence last week. So I'm told. Apparently so, yeah. I've, uh, I'm very much filling the first sub role at the minute. Chris has been rotated out and there to fill, fill his boots, yeah. yeah. Chris is currently having a little bit of downtime. I am gutted. So we've been uh, preamble for about three weeks about how last week was our 50th podcast. You missed it. Big milestone, totally missed it. Yeah, never mind. Um, anyway, we're going to kick off question this week that comes from Steve Carson, SJ. R. Carson on Twitter, good friend of ours, says, You're trapped on an island and have an iPod that won't run out of power. It only has one song. What do you hope it is? Do you want to go first on me? I will give you my thinking. Okay. And then I'll, and then we'll see if you, what your thinking was, and then we'll give our answers. We're not going to match. <laughs> okay. My thinking was, I, I think there's two, I had two schools of thought, and I had two options for this. Short, sharp, snappy, two minutes long because you're trapped on an island and you might need a lift every now and again. So you go for something that you, you can just put on periodically and it's going to give you that boost and going to get you out of your seat. So something, and this is as basic an answer as you're going to get for this, is like a song two by Blair or a chumba wumba tub thumper. I don't know why I said that out loud. Um... The alternative is to go for a long epic that has multiple different t- styles to it um, to try and get the most bang for your buck, so to speak. They were thinking, I've gone for the latter rather than the former, though. I've gone for something that makes you, although it's a bit rubbish, makes me happier, makes me bob along because I'm, I'm on a desert island, I'm a bit lonely and a bit Is it bored. junior, senior, move your feet? It's not. It's okay. not. Cool. It's Carly Rae Jepsen, call me maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, what a song. Wow. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, what a song. So you, just to clarify. Yeah. Stay Yeah. 30? Yeah. Years old. Yeah. You're trapped on an island and yeah. you are actively hoping, because that is how it's phrased, yeah. to have Carly Rae Jepsen's Yeah, call yeah you, can't, you can't help but tap your feet. I tell a story. <laughs> once, right, I, once I was driving home, uh, been working in Leeds, and I was driving home and that song came on the radio. It was something I made up. I was stuck on some traffic lights and I was singing along, singing along. Give it the beans as you do. If you're going to go, you might as well go. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. You, don't do things by halves. Look to me right, and there was two girls just literally laughing their heads off at me, and one was about to get her phone to start filming me, and I just caught it just before she, she must have. I mean, maybe she did record me, and it might. If, if she, and that was the go, that was the end. It, it may exist. No, I kind of just waved and carried on. No, what I mean is. Like as she you saw, she, she was pulling the phone down because she was about to get it. But there's a good chance she might she have was it. finished filming it and was withdrawing the phone. Yeah, so we, they, that that footage could exist. I isn't the world shit. This is one of the reasons why I think the world's fucked. Is because of that. It's because you're meant to. You you, you have to second guess your own happiness. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong. I, I you're right though. The, I have it in the back of my mind sometimes when you're belting out a tune as you as you're driving along that. What if I get stuck the lights and someone sees me and I look like an absolute nobody and they film it? We had it the other day driving the match. It was we were stuck in Kiss's car. He basically drove the the, the pseudo roundabout at Tubrook, Um and we got stuck in the road basically. Pulled that one he shouldn't have done. Um not a problem he normally has. Um <laughs> and it's basically we were blocking the traffic and just some kids starts taking photos of us when we're stuck in stuck in traffic and like, you know, I don't know why, that's weird, but you know, a similar situation could have arisen there if we were if we were giving If you were singing Kylie Ray Jefferson. Absolutely. Um I've not I've gone for um God Gave Rock and Roll to You by Kiss. Yeah, well, I mean, similar to mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
for the reasons spelled out earlier. For a start, I think it's like this is the thing. It's not like that bit in The Walking Dead where they play where they they play the song over and over and over again, Easy Street or whatever, with the intention of breaking you. You know, you you can choose when and when not to play this song. So I figure it's got that uplifting bit to it, but it's got a bit of. You know, it's just got a few different moods going on. Yeah, see, there. my thing was I don't want any. I want to be happy mood because I think I'll get all, all my other moods will be sorted. I'll be lonely <laughs> anyway. I'll be miserable anyway. <laughs> probably hungry anyway. I just need something to give me a, lift, a bit of a pick me up. So why not? So and that gets me bopping a little bit. Okay, cool. Let us know yours then. You trapped on a, on a kiss or Carly Ray. Kiss or Carly Ray. In fact, yeah, just let us know. Tweet in at right now if you listen to this at the Red Men TV. Make sure you tag at the Paul Machen and at Steve Horin. I want to know your thoughts on this. In fact, you know what? I'm going to put a poll out on my. I'll put a poll out on my Twitter, and we'll see what the what the feedback. I can't help but feel that. I can't help but feel you've got home field advantage there. Yeah, I, on your Twitter. Well, I'll tell you what. Put it out on yours. Nah, I'm no, 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 no. Put it out on yours. I'll put it out on mine, and we'll, and we'll correlate the results. An aggregate away goals rules. Absolutely. Rule apply. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> see what, what happens there. So follow both of us on Twitter. That's all we're saying, really. Um, run down of this week's topics. There, we're going to be going through news and brief in a moment. We're going to be talking about Joe Gomez. Um, we know at the minute it looks like he's going to be out for a month. Uh, a little bit of a plug for a wondrous podcast that Chris did last week, uh, not just the one with Steve, of course. Uh, Roy Hodgson on the horizon and how much we hate the owl faced face rubbing weirdo. And then your questions, uh, including an absolute belter, uh, where we have to construct an expendable style Liverpool five-a-side team, so stay tuned for all of that. But news in brief then, first and foremost, Emre Chan has hit back at false stories about his future this week. They, um, they came out on Monday night, I think on his Instagram story, he said, I've just returned from international duty with the German team and working on coming back from injury. Interesting stories about me in the press. I'm no longer going to comment on any false stories or rumours. Looking forward to getting back on the pitch ASAP thoughts on this yeah I think the stories in question were that he was demanding 200 grand a week yeah. off Liverpool to stay on contract and stuff um, to be fair you know what I've got a, a general rule of thumb is that if, if something comes out on a Sunday paper it's genuinely a bit shit Yeah. so uh, we'll go with that first of all listen if he is demanding 200 grand a week he's got grand you know if he was then it, we all thought that's a bit much anyway I don't think that's the case I think he's you know he's still in thought I'm going to nip this in the book because usually players will just ignore speculation. But yeah. one that makes him look like a bit of a bell end, yeah. and it does make him look, you know, greedy or whatever, whatever. We don't know what his demands are or yeah. what he's asking for. But when as soon as you start naming figures around yeah. players, they tend to get take that a bit personally. Um, yeah. Whether it's him or well, someone's we had advice. Sterling did me a few yeah. years ago when he was it was all like, like the, the money situation, and it ended up he ended up getting called. And Emery Chan's probably not soft. He's probably seen that. Yeah, and. At the minute, it stands to reason that he's probably just not looking to burn his bridges with Liverpool as much as anything else. Yeah, he's got, he's got, to say, he's got games to play. He's here at the end of the season. He's playing well. He's going to be in the side more often than not. So why, why you know, bring any any negative you know ill feeling towards yourself? It makes sense for him to just squash that. Listen, the likelihood is he's gone or he's going. Yeah. Because if he wasn't going, he'd, he'd be signed by now. Yeah. So no, he, I agree he, with that. So there's a very good chance he's gone now. In fairness, all the clubs he's linked with are saying that they haven't got a deal, and if they did have one, they'd be the you know I think we'd know right now. Yeah. So I don't think anything's concrete, but I just think he's keeping his options open. And if he was going to stay, I think we'd we'd know by now. So I, I'm expecting him to go, and I think he's just trying to keep keep people off his back as much as he can. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, I guess. I, I, I just just briefly because we'll do a little bit. We'll do more on the on these news stories on the Reds News Roundup this week, of course, but. Where where do you where do you stand with them at the moment? Whether just presuming that that it, that he's right in saying that, that those rumours are false because everyone jumped on that big time this yeah. week. Does that change? Does the, it being true or not? Does it have any major impact on you on your thinking? Not really, because if I was him, I'd be asking for two hundred grand a week as well. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're going to get it, but why not ask him and get him, get whatever you can. When when you're a free agent or about to be a free agent, you hold all the cards. Yeah. It's very rare footballers hold all the cards unless they've got like say a release colours or something. He's now going onto the open market where someone are going, someone's going to get a, a guy who theoretically could be worth anywhere between 30 and 50 million quid, depending, yeah. but just because of his age, German international, look at transfer fees. Yeah. Oxley Chamberlain's 40 million, he's probably better than him, yeah. or at least similar level. So yeah. a team's going to get him at that, that level of player for nothing, effectively. Yeah. So he can get himself a massive signing on fee and massive wages wherever, wherever he goes. So he's well, he can ask for whatever he wants. He, he holds all the cards, and if there's five or six teams chasing him, 
One of them might give him 200 grand a week. Yeah. Oh, I say, listen, I'm right, here's 150, but here's a 10 million quid sign-on fee as well. That, yeah. That'll more than, you know, that kind of thing. So he holds all the aces. He's, he's sorted. Yeah. He's going to be a ready rich man come next summer in terms of wages. So, yeah. I, listen, take what you can get. What I would say is that I, I, I'd praise him for it. It hasn't affected his performance. Yeah. Okay. He hasn't played badly, has he? Okay, yeah, no, that's, that sounds fine by me. Uh, Abdelai Decore said it would be his dream to play for Liverpool. He said, Liverpool's a club that needs no introduction. Uh, I was desperate to play at Anfield. I wanted to feel the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, That went well. That went well. <laughs> um, for me, it would be a dream to play for a club like this. Now, I'm not sure this is quite the come and get me plea that it's been spun in, in several ways. It's basically just him saying, I had a great, I had a great time at Anfield. I loved Anfield. I, you know, yeah, I'd love to play. I'd love to play for a for a club like that. Um, you were banging the drum for this lad a few weeks back on again on the Reds News Roundup show. Do you think? What do you think? Chances? Um, yeah, I think he's a good player. I, do. I think he's, he brings something that we haven't got in terms of he's a little bit more box to box. What I would say is that he's a very very poor man to navigate, and a navigator's going to come in. So, or you're buying him as a as a secondary option. It's funny because he had similar quotes a week earlier about Arsenal saying, you know, Arsenal. So he's very much putting himself in the shop window, and rightly so. You know, anyone who has a good season in the Premier League automatically, you know, wants to go to one of those top six sides. So he's, he's touting himself out of it. And fair play, I, I think he's a good player, but I think he's a squad player. So it depends what Liverpool's aspirations of doing the midfield are. He is. Look, he's one of them. Look, if Jürgen signs him, then Bonza. But he's one of them. He feels like the kind of signing we'd have made at any point in the last ten years. Yeah, I'm not sure we're going into this transfer window. I think we have the money this window. Definitely I've said this many years before, of course. Um, to buy whatever the fuck we want to buy. Yeah. Um, which can mean what it can be can be taken two ways. It means that if we buy him. It means we wanted to buy him, yep. uh, but also it means that if there's a target out there, then in years gone by we wouldn't have been able to afford to buy. I think we will be buying someone, someone along those lines. Absolutely, so. absolutely. He's coming in as a squad player. That if he come in, I don't think he's going to ever be a first team regular, especially because Naby Keita is going to be there as well. So I, I like him. I think he's a good player. And I wouldn't mind us buying him, but I, I don't know how much legs in there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Virgil Van Dijk scored a Sammy Hippier esque goal for Holland. Good to see. I've missed. Centre half scoring volleys inside the box. It was a very good goal, wasn't he? Yeah. It, technically, he's amazing. Mm. He, he, how he doesn't score more goals is, is unbelievable. Like I, I always think back to the Swansea game when you know we get beaten. At the end, he's playing up front. He chests the ball down, puts an amazing cross to the back post, and obviously Firmino makes a mess of it. But that just shows how technically gifted he is. He, he's some player. He could he could probably be a decent striker at some level. You know, yeah. put him in the championship up front, and he scores fifteen goals. Yeah, absolutely, he's technically excellent. I am. Um, funny enough, I was told talking to uh, it was with Ped and Steve Housen on Social Club this week and I was saying like just off camera I was saying he is so good I was saying like <laughs> you know put all your club biases aside and whatever and, and all that kind of stuff uh, he is so noticeably better than everyone else we've had not just that we've got but we have had in that position yep. since like Pomp Sammy Hippier yep. and that's I, I can't do any character in that because com- completely different players completely different style of players miles better than Jamie Carragher he might be he might be the most technically sound player in the squad he's at least in the conversation in terms of that's interesting because everyone else has got other attributes to their game but in terms of on the ball his passing his range of passing just his, his technique I think he's up there with anything we've got um yeah, I love him. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with him. Absolutely magnificent. Um, Liverpool Legends drew five five with Bayern Legends at the weekend. Did you see any of this? I didn't watch it live. I was I was away. I was in Wales, but I've, I just caught up with the clips on social media. And obviously, I watched the some of your videos and stuff like that. We had a, we had a very good laugh. It looked like you had a good, good time. With that. Yeah, it was good. It was good fun. And um, yeah, what was really really good. So we got a message uh, in the comments on one of the videos today. Um, there's the inside Anfield video that's been put out um, on the Liverpool YouTube channel, and it's got Chris getting swerved for a photo by Stephen Gerrard. Oh, Chris! Oh, bless him! Oh, Chris! He had a bad time in that in that post post match mix. So couldn't thing. get many people going down there. He, well, we got we, you know there was a we got, we, we did all right. Kind of, you got to speak to a few people, but I, and I, I I hinted at it in the post match videos. 
He had a conversation with Lothar Mateus. All I'll say, once again, is that, you know, if you don't subscribe to the RedmenTV.com, you miss out on some amazing stuff. If you just like, you know, if you like the in-depth stuff, you like the the, 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 the analysis, you know, like the, the long-form chat-based content, we've got all that. But every year we do a, an outtakes video. Um, I, I feature heavily. Heavily. Um, Chris oh. is going to feature heavily this year because he, he said something to Lothar Mateus. This is, this is like German legend, world player, former world player of the year, one of the greatest players ever to play the game. Um, and he tried to stitch him up and got completely shut down. All I say is that we've got that clip in the archives ready to go. You know, you, maybe you don't need to subscribe to the show, but there's so much content between now and then. I would just just stay tuned to the website, and eventually you'll see it tops it tops the Stephen Gerrard. It meant, so when we we found out about that, I did feel a bit a, a bit sorry for Chris. He had a, he had a bad, bad time of things. Um, moving into our first topic, then and at the back of the news stories, Steve, Joe Gomez withdrawn from England squad after the you know, what was it like seven minutes or something? He lasted in the uh, in the in the, in the England game. Good on you, England. It looks like he's going to be out for a month. Um, ben Webb, our good mate, Ben Webb LFC on Twitter, says, uh, who plays at right back on Saturday? Client gets a minute ahead of City or Trent to save Client for City or vice versa. This is that mo- This is that moment. Um, I'm glad, touch wood, that it's not in another position on the field, this type of, this type of situation. Um, we've been praising the depth that we've had at fullback all season long. This might have been. This is quite fortuitously timed. If this had happened six weeks ago, it's no choice, I don't think. But for Trent to play, you know, a play a load of games. Where do you stand on this? Because this is a real serious conversation that needs to be had at Melwood this week. Because I, I feel uncomfortable with the idea of Trent Alexander-Arnold playing the next four games back to back for Liverpool. And moreover, really, the, the Champions League games with Man City. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. And listen, United targeted Trent and got some success out of it, and Pep will have seen that. Yeah. You know, and Leroy Sané isn't bad, is he? So mm. they, they, they've got they've got players there. Um, it's a really, really difficult one. Actually, I think Trent would have been nailed on for Palace, and Gomez would have been nailed on for City. Yeah. I think that's what would have happened. Obviously, it's not there no more. So that's what it is. Obviously, England duty and all that bollocks. I hate it, but friendly is just ruining my life. And yeah. but. This client's gonna to have to play somewhere now, isn't he? Yeah. The talk was, you know, we didn't really want to use him, but if we have to, we can. Well, you know, you've got Palace, City, Everton, City. At some client's gonna to have to play somewhere, and I don't know to be honest how you work it. I think, I think Trent should start at the weekend, and maybe have Kleine on the bench, and maybe if, if things are going well, get him on. Yeah. I think Trent will now play against City at home. Okay. I think he might play the derby, and then you might see Kleine away. It's just. It's it's right. There's no right or wrong answer yeah. because ideally, if you give me the choice, I'd work backwards. I'd have said right, Gomez starts at the Etihad, yeah. and then we work backwards from there. Well, now that that option's gone, it's it, it's very very difficult for us to, to negotiate. It's I, interesting I the because in the league game so far this season, Trent started away, yeah, and Gomez started at home, yeah, which is weirdly counterintuitive to how we would have things lined up. But of course, the season's progressed, and maybe that. Maybe that's a uh, Gomez coming in at home as a reaction to what happened at, at the Etihad, of course. But yeah, I mean, my logic dictates to me that fully fit. I think there's no question whatsoever that Nathaniel Klein, you just get him ready for the Champions League games and you play him in those two games. My my, I feel because what based on what Jurgen Klopp said in his press conference, like almost like two weeks on the on the bounce, he, he mentioned him. He's back in training. He's fit. He's probably match fit. But he's not, he's not Jurgen Klopp match fit. And given what they've seen with Lalana since he's come back as well, they won't want to put him into games if they don't have to. But he did also say, if we have a big problem, we can. Yeah, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? And yeah. listen, Palace City, especially, have got you know, so it's probably Zaha if he's fit, he's he's on not. If he's out, then that could be an op- obviously Liverpool won't know that, but that could be an option where you might just fancy Klein anyway. Yeah. Say this because the last thing you want on your first game back is a massive, a big fast lad running at you, you know, and that's what he's going to get. With, you're going to get that with Leroy Sane for sure. You might get that at Palace, Everton. Haven't really got that in the, you know, it's it's a bit Balassi, it's a bit Theo Walcott. So they're not bad players, but I don't know. I've got a feeling that we're going to see Trent, Trent, Klein, Trent, and I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I like that. Yeah. So I think we'll go 
Trenfi Palace, Trenfi City, Klein at Everton, wow. Trenfi City, and I, I think that's what he'll do now. And I'm just not, I'm not comfortable at all with it. My, I see, is the thing for me. I think now that you know, I think you probably step Klein's rehabilitation, whatever. It, maybe it's not rehabilitation, whatever it is. You step him up because I think, oh, it, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's more. Trent Palace, Trent at Anfield, Trent in the derby. Get Klein away. Get Klein ready. No, because you know you've got right. We've got two weeks yep. to get to get Nathaniel Klein back and fully fit or whatever, whatever it is, a week and a half. Um, yeah. yeah, sorry, two. Yeah, two weeks to get him to get him ready for that game because you're going. To, I I think you can get away with Trent at Anfield, but I'm not sure. I think you want. You want someone with a bit more defensive nous, and here's the thing: what you what you know about footballers, fingers crossed anyway, is that you can get them through a game. Like he might, that might be all you see of Klein for the rest of the season, but that we might only need him for that one game. Yeah. And, and and of course, a lot of this will be dependent upon how we get on in that first leg. Look, if we're two or three up, which is highly unlikely, play centre half exactly. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Maybe you maybe you play Wijnaldum there, or maybe Jimmy you play Milner, or, or whatever yeah. there if you have to, um, or maybe God, you do something mad like you play uh, back five or a, or a Moreno, or you know what I mean, or Robertson, or or whatever. It's not like we're totally devoid of options there, but it seems like it's a good opportunity to get Klein. I think he would want. I think he would want to get Klein involved. He should, he should, well, he should do. He's our best. He's still our best right back. Absolutely, he's our best right back. If he's fit, he's not, he should play. But I just, I think dropping in cold into a City game is going to be really, really tough for yeah. him. It's going to be. It's a, it's a really difficult one, and I don't know. How to, I don't know what he's going to do. He, he might just go trend, 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 and just bank on him. Well, it it, it wouldn't he backs be, his young players, exactly. doesn't Exactly. It? it wouldn't be out of character to no. see the trend thing, because it's funny, I've heard people, we did a bit on the news show today, and I, some people were talking in the comments about it and what have you, and Trent had a bad game against Man United, he did, yeah. without doubt. But Jürgen Klopp, there's a couple of things that we know about Jürgen Klopp, or we think we know about Jürgen Klopp anyway. We know, or rather, sorry, let me phrase this right. These are not absolute certainties, but there's evidence to suggest that he's not asked if you're tired, because he actually thinks that's a good thing. There's something too. He's the kind of manager who takes your fatigue. Some managers go, oh, you're dead tired. Go and have a holiday for a bit. He's like, you're tired? You're meant to be tired. This is the enjoyment of football. This is the magic of what we do here. Everyone's tired. Everyone gets together and fight through your fatigue. And everyone goes, rah! And the other one is when players are performing and not necessarily performing. You think your logic goes, this is not the game for them. He almost uses that as well and goes to them. Everyone thinks this isn't the game for you. I think it is. Listen, this is the time for you to go and prove yourself. We've rotated our season for for these type of games, and there'll be a few players for us, and there'll be a few players City who play all four. Yeah. They just will. So, for example, I wouldn't be shocked if I mean, plays all four. You know, just talking, might get dropped at one or do a rest of. But would you be surprised if Manny plays all four? Sal, but of course you wouldn't. And they've been rotated, or we've had rotation for this reason. Yeah. Trent has been playing half the games, give or take, and, and Gomez has played half the games. You might just say, listen, Trent, it's big, massive two weeks out here. Is give me all you've got, and then and then you can have a rest, Bournemouth. Yeah. No issue with that. My issue would be he's gonna have a big target on his back. He's yeah. gonna have, he's gonna be the the player who and, and because you've seen United do it, they're gonna go at him. They're probably gonna think, listen, we're not gonna get much joy out of Robertson. He's playing well. Van Dijk plays over on that side. Let let's go. Let's attack down that that left hand side. Get Sane involved. Maybe push De Bruyne a little bit over there, Silver, get Aguero floating around Lovren or Matip. That's how you do it. So he, he's and what I would say is that again, it gives you time to prepare. You've got you've got time to work it out. It's just not ideal. I, I, you'd want Gomez in at least two of these games. You it, just haven't got him. It makes you wonder as well whether it, that, it does. Does it? It would have to inform your midfield decisions as well. I mean, you're going to see Milner now. You've I think. got to see him because you've got to see Milner. I think or Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum, definitely. Yeah, I think that. I think that would write Oxlade Chamberlain out of a game, particularly the yeah, yeah. game. Completely, I completely agree with that. So no, it is a very, a very, very interesting one. I, I think the climb ones. I think careers can be made and broken on both for both of these players. To be fair, like this is a massive opportunity for Trent to be like. Well, no. Look, here's the proof. Look where you've show everyone how far you've come. Show everyone who thinks you're going to be because you say, look, they're going to be on your back, mate. Take that as a, take that as a compliment. Weirdly, you know, because 
you're in this team. I'm, 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 I'm people think you're the weak link. I don't think you're the weak link. I'm choosing you to go yep. in this game. You walk in 10 foot tall and then you go and hopefully prove the manager right. Um, but equally, you know, Nathaniel Klein. He's, I don't think it's phase Klein going in. No. You know, he's been, he's been there, done it, he's seen it all. You know, he's played international footy, he's played hundreds and hundreds of Premier League games or whatever. So he'll be fine with it. It's just it's if his body holds up, how fit is he? Yeah. You know, the last thing you want to do when you're knackered after 80 minutes on your first game back is be chasing Leroy Sane to the corner flag. And who knows as well, you could be in a situation where it could be it could be an extra time looming. Yeah, kind of absolutely. Thing. Yeah. So that's yeah, it's mad when you think about the amount of variables that the managers have got to consider for and, this. And I, as we as we record, there's international games still to be played, yeah. so there's fitness issues, but there's tons that that, that that can happen between now and then. It just shows, like, you know, the best best laid plans. Are. Klopp would have had his teams in pencil yeah. for all four games, and it's changed. It's changed due to something they had no control over. Yeah. You know, a, a lad getting a knock in, in an England game, which it kind of happens. You know, we've lost loads of lads for internationals. It's a it's a ball yes. and that's why everyone hates these international friendlies. They come at a terrible time. Yeah, absolutely awful. I get you know preparation for World Cups now, but it's a bad time for them to be played. Needless. You know what? What have England got out of playing? I don't understand what you've got from it. Yeah. Um, you'd be you'd be better playing hundred less uh, fans uh, legally allowed to walk the streets. That, that, of yeah, other than other than, ru- other than ruining Amsterdam, you know, for everyone. A few bikes. Like. I just think you could, if, if anyone had any sense, you'd play league games this week mm-hmm. and end the season a week earlier for the England for the managers to get their players That's earlier. But it is what it is, isn't it? I think, I think we're going to go trend, trend, climb, trend. Okay, yeah, I can get, I can get behind that. Absolutely, I, I'm really excited to see Nathaniel climb back. You know, just player. at a very base level, <laughs> we've forgotten all about him. We've forgotten how good he is, and I think it's because uh, you give a lot more credit to the younger lads, don't you? Because the young lads, and we've been impressed with them, and we want, we want to see Gomez play because we want to see him develop. And there's nothing wrong about having a, a, a local lad in there in Trent. We all love him for that, of course. But Nathaniel Klein, it's one of those things where we, with the best compliment anyone gives Nathaniel Klein is he's missed a 7 out of 10. And it's probably a, a, a people who are like, 7 out of 10? Well, what does that mean? No, if you get 7 out of 10... you're right back, you Listen, mate, as good as Trent and Gomez have been at times, they've also been they've also cost us a lot of goals and yeah. a lot of points, both of them, in terms of making bad, yeah. bad mistakes. Klein's a bit more reliable. It's just... it all. If, listen, if, he, if Klein was match fit, I'd just play him. Yeah. But he, he just isn't going to be, and that's, yeah. that's the issue we've got. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether, he, whether we... I guess we'll know by by Monday. I think we'll have a clear idea because I actually don't know if the under twenty threes are playing. But the, you know, it's whether he gets a behind closed doors game between now and then. Is he if he's not on the bench against Palace? Because there's a good as you say, there's a good opportunity. We have been known to make fullback substitutions in the in, in these games. We we always have one for the league, don't we? Also one option at least. I'd be amazed if he wasn't on the bench, and I think if he's not on the bench, it kind of tells you that he's not. He's not close. He's not, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's uh, no, it's a very interesting one. Uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Tweeting at the Redman TV. Um, would you thought if or when Nathaniel Klein should play in these games? Uh, before we move on, we're going to be talking about the impending Roy Hodgson at the weekend. But Chris sat down uh, with our good friend Simon Hughes, a freelance journalist and outstanding author, uh, to talk all things Liverpool Football Club. Here's a little clip. I've seen quite a big change in Klopp over the last, since I suppose that when they went to uh, down to Marbella after the Porto game. Just in the way that he's talking, you know, he's putting a lot more pressure on the players than he ever has done, you know, since he's been at Liverpool. I think the first, you know, certainly the first two seasons, he, he's done his best to kind of take the pressure a little bit off the players. Um, and it's just in the messages, not, it's quite interesting really, because it's the, not the messages he gives in press conference, but the messages he gives, you know, when the cameras are switched off and to the, to, to the, to the waiting and listening written media. Seems like he's trying to send messages to his players, like, you know, I'm watching you. <laughs> you know, you can't just afford to think now that we're in this position, you can ease off. Like, he, he, he's it clear to me that he, 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 he's doing that. So he must believe in that the, the players are capable of delivering. Yeah, amazing stuff. Chris is doing some 
brilliant things on those Thursday podcasts at the moment. Um, he's left it to me sorted this week. I've got no idea who I'm going to be talking to. It's going to be me, isn't it? You're going to fucking might end up being <laughs> Steve again. Uh, we'll see with that. But yeah, no, Chris has done a, a whole um, series of these talking to Liverpool journalists and writers about you know things from ranging from transfers to tactics to stats um, to general Liverpool culture. Highly, highly recommend that you go and uh, get onto the RedmanTV.com and listen to the full Cy Hughes podcast. Anyway, Steve, yes, uh, we're kind of segueing this way neatly with the talk about who will play it right back. It's Roy Hodgson at the weekend. Um, I have a big thing this season about how similar this feels to 2013-14 in so many respects. And to some extent, I think there's parallels to 08-09, just in terms of the, at the base level, in terms of the points return, you know, the points per game return, how good a season in general we're having. Um the style of football that we're playing, but there's so much I think as we go into the running, I think there's some real demons of that season that we can exercise from the club a little bit to some extent. You know, we've got the Man City thing with the with the coach greetings potentially coming up. We've got you know Crystal Palace again in in a in an important game when another three points dropped is all of a sudden the doors wide open for Chelsea to 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 get back into the top top four positions. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And, you know, obviously we've then got Chelsea later on in the season, et cetera, et cetera. I think there's a real chance here for us to just allay a few fears, put a few demons to bed. And to be fair, like, look, Burton's doing a good job for Crystal Palace, but fuck him and fuck Crystal Palace. It's weird because he started, he done all right when he started, but it's gone really wrong for them recently. They're not playing well at all, they're losing. Or, they or, battered Man United. Or they're, or, that's the, or they're playing, when they're playing well, they're not yeah. winning. So, you know, the, the Hammer United and they lose to a last minute goal they've done well against Tottenham and lose to a last minute goal yeah. they, they, they're they struggling for their own goals um, at times obviously they've had injury worries Zaha's a question mark yeah. again it, they're a team that have caused those issues in the past you know, we owe them from the end of last season when they beat us at home and yeah. obviously the away game obviously we won that but it, it wasn't easy you know, with a few mistakes and they capitalised on them historically like we know that we've had fame I've been there and watched us get beat 3-0 or 3-1 yeah We've got Ricky Lambert on his own up front, fun times. But we we we've lived it all with Palace, and I just think I, I'm quite. I usually don't like Sunday kickoffs. Oh, sorry, Saturday early kickoffs. And Liverpool's record on them isn't fantastic under Klopp, especially. Yeah. You know, he calls them the Brecky games or whatever. But I don't Palace on a. If you're going to go there, it isn't an easy place to go. It, it can be hostile. I've been myself. It is very very noisy to get behind their team. Maybe Saturday morning isn't the worst time to play them. Having said that, they are desperate for points. Yeah. They, are, they are very much in this relegation fight with a lot of other teams, and they'll be they'll be eyeing this as a we can get at least one, maybe even. They three. will be looking at the Swansea game, the the game that we lost, the yeah. Liverpool, the Liverpool Swansea game, and I think they'll be doing. I said ahead of that game, it was a that was a proper free hit for them. Yeah. Like how they weren't, they're not expected to take any points from it, so you play with total freedom. Uh, Pard, you kind of said it about the FA Cup game with us in West Brom as well, didn't he? How, you know, no, it doesn't matter. You'd expect you don't write when you're doing your predictions of where you're going to get your points to survive. You don't think three points against Liverpool. You don't bank on that. 
because it's you know it's a it's a it's a fool's errand to some extent. But maybe there's a I think there's a touch of that, and you could see with the way that Palace played against Man United a couple of weeks ago that they played like that. They just went they just played with the handbrake off, went at them, caused Man United loads and loads of problems. Like Ben Teke's. He's been look. I'm so fearful saying the words out loud, but he's been shit for Crystal Palace this season. Yeah, but he's his record against us is good. His record against us is is really good, and he 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 will easy. He's always gonna be the type of player that's gonna cause problems because he's massive and he's he's powerful and he's good in the air. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know. Yeah, he's been awful this year for them. He's been absolutely terrible. But there are certain players who just have a good record against us for whatever reason. He, he's one of them. Yeah. The only time he didn't score much was for us. But but but, yeah. but honestly, he, he, he scored goals against us for, for Villa. If he gets a fucking one-on-one chance, Steve, He'll score, won't he? and he fucking scores it, I will be <laughs> fucking so angry. It'll be ridiculous because the amount of... Guilt edge opportunities that he pissed away in a Liverpool shirt <laughs> was ridiculous. Like, just does that was it against Leicester as the commentary? And it's like, and it's Ben Teke, and he's doing it. Must be it. Oh, yeah. Oh no, fuck you, Christian Ben Teke. You just bad meth. He, he scores not goal. goals against us and missed them for us. That's exactly what he does. And they've got a couple. They've got some decent players. No, not brilliant players, but they. What I would say, to be fair to them, they've not. Through the towel in like West Brom are through the towel in they're they're done. At least these are a play for Hodgson, you know what I mean? They're not they are battling hard. They just they just lack a bit of quality. They've they've been massively injured as well. But what I would say is that they're gonna play two up front. Yeah. That's what they do. So that's one less in theory, you know, someone to bog it all down with because they don't do that. They're not they're not a team who will go four five one yeah. or three whatever. They'll they'll definitely have their two um, up front, which might help us. And listen, at the end of the day, we're better than them. And I keep saying this all the time. Every time we play one of these teams, if Liverpool hits seven out of ten levels, they'll win. Yeah. It's if you end up falling yourselves down to fives and sixes that you're in trouble because you can't afford it. Even against the absolute crap teams in the yeah. league, these are the, you need to be at your level. These are the games exactly. If you start slow or you let them get in your heads, you do whatever. Again, we we'll, we we'll, we'll just need a full season of it really. So I think to 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 get rid of our fears, I guess the deep seated, deep lying fears we've built that have built up over years of us. Fucking these games up. Yeah, and at least um, on the road we're actually better against. I think it's, other than Swansea, off the top of my head, we've we've done well in these you know these type of games. We've gone to other teams like near the bottom of the league. If you look who's down there now, and, and we pretty much snotted them all. So we went to Brighton and battered them. Went to Huddersfield and battered them. You know Newcastle was iffy, and it was a dodgy goal that you know that, that they scored. But I thought we played. We didn't play well, yeah. but we should have won that game. The points that we've dropped in those away games have often come from Us. mad, yeah, mad moments in the box, exactly. mad deflections. And, and if, uh, that's what I'm saying. If we play to seven out of ten, they're not going to they're not going to get anything the, out of us. I did the Wofford game through the week, albeit obviously a home game and in mad weather conditions. I thought was the real encouragement for that because that had the potential to be one of those games. We've seen it before. You know, Wofford have caused us problems, even though we've also. Smash them at times as well, but it's that one where you start strong and you start brightly, and you, you get a goal up, or you get a couple of goals up, and they they go okay. Well, the, 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 you you can't help but have your attention turn elsewhere. Now, equally though, on the flip side, the same is probably kind of true with us is that they they will be going into this game going these have got one eye on Man City in the Champions League. Go into them, kick them smash them, make them think, oh God, I don't want to be involved in that 50-50 tackle because I can't afford to miss Manchester City and maybe they go a little bit harder on a Mo Salah. You know, Hodgson will try everything in his powers to to gain every little bit of, every glimmer of something from it. Um, the thing they've got going for them, I think, is that is the pace that they've got. Now, obviously, Zaha, if he's out, that's a big, that's still a big loss for them, but just the Andros Townsend, they've found an effective way of playing, haven't they? Yeah, full-backs as well, they've got a young kid playing on one side, and then they've got uh, Van Arnold on the other who's lightning fast, and then, like I say, they have Townsend, and then they have the two big lads up front doing bits and bobs, and then, in the midfield, they try and, they try and go tough with like Miller Neighbor, whose name I can't say, MacArthur. Millie, oh, yeah, Millie, Millie, Luca, I just got, yeah, yeah, just Luca, and then <laughs> MacArthur or something like that. They, they just try and solid, solid in the middle and then and then pace out in wide areas. So that doesn't bother me that much, with I'll be honest. I think we, we, we've got pace in those areas, we've got two very quick full backs. Um, and obviously, you are attacking pace. Listen, if Van Arnold bombs on, yeah. then you know all the best. You leave Mo Salah one on one against one of centre half. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they manage their game. But yeah. their style of play is to come at us, yeah. and I I don't particularly mind that if we can be strong at the back and organised. 
like mentioned before, how, how good we think Van Dijk is. If we can be solid, we'll get a chance on the counter and we'll score because we score past everyone. So it yeah. just, again, it's our levels and we will win. It's got that feel for. I remember seeing the, the Merseyside derby, and it was when I first started to notice about Andy, Andy Robertson and how he just loves being in fights with people yeah. and loves battles. And if it's Andros Townsend on the right, on right, the right of midfield for them, and he's up against Andy Robertson, I like that. I like, you know, I like the idea of him saying, I'm, you know, pro- proving that he's better. He should look, he, he should prove that he's better than Townsend because ultimately, if he wants to be a Liverpool fullback, then he has to be yeah. same way. Yeah, he proves himself better than 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 Balassi and, and what have you. So now it's 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 a really interesting one. I I'm going. I'm nervous. The good omen that I have is that I, my first ever league away game for Liverpool was at Palace back in '93, '94, and I think we won five nil. Um, and I, on the flip side, I've been to Palace like three times and never seen us win. Really, and I'm not going. Right. So, good. So, so good omen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, hopefully Liverpool can recreate my experience and not and not any, any of yours. <laughs> crossed, yeah. yeah, great. Uh, so yeah, obviously we'll be doing the usual raft of um, pre and post match coverage around that game on the YouTube channel. So if you listen to this on on Acast or any of your other um, iTunes, etc. I the pods apps that's not a thing Apple podcast, podcast apps whatever um, yeah go to the YouTube channel youtube.com forward slash the Redmen TV or the Redmen TV.com for all the stuff building up as I say and post match as well questions then stay this is a belter I really like this one Matt Froud, um sent this one in for us I think this was on the Facebook page you're making an expendable style action slash comedy film about a five aside uh, footy about five side footy and casting ex players in the five lead roles. Which five Liverpool legends would you cast to be in your fictional five side team in order to make it a good movie? I want to hear yours, and then I'll, again, I'm going inevitably. I've overthought this, um, so I'll give you my, my my how I've categorized my five. John, all five. Give me a team. Grab uh, and goal. Okay, got that. He's mad. He's mad. He's got experience of like killing people. Apparently. It's true. From his army days, yeah. yeah. So at least I've got one lad who knows how to use a gun. Yeah. Helps. For sure, for sure. Sammy Apia, because I think every action group needs Dolph Lunger needs an ice man. I've got I've got I've got I've got four of the nutters. Okay. So Sammy's the like guy who keeps them cool. Uh, just you know, follow my lead and just he's, he, when they're all doing their mad shit, he's he's just standing there shaking their head at them. Have you got Rigobert song? In I your have team? not got Rigobert song in my team. Have you got Bjorn Talk of Armour in your team? I forgot he existed, so no. Okay, so uh, me too. And then he scored a absolute <laughs> screamer at the cup. I, I, I saw that. Yeah, a good goal. Um, Javier Mascarano's next. Ooh, I think yeah. I think every team needs a little. You know, every he's every action scout, for, you send them into tunnels. Don't every you? action movie needs a little Rottweiler type lads, you know, like Scrappy Doo style. Yeah. Let me at him, let me at him. So he's in. <laughs> um, Suarez is in. Okay, yeah. Very I, aggressive. Absolutely. Very aggressive. Again, bit mad. We'll do anything to win. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we've got Craig Bellamy. Yes. So basically, oh, I. Steve, so yes. I, I have. Uh, again, he's he's the scariest actually, Bellamy, because mm-hmm. he's quite intelligent and cool and calm and collected. And he thinks about going nuts before he goes nuts. I always think of Mascarano and Suarez. They were very hot-headed and very yeah. impulsive. Bellamy chose when he was going to swing a golf club. He just didn't. He just didn't lose his head. Yeah. He 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 goes to the to the bag, gets the golf club, and yeah. then swings at you. He's the kind of guy who, who, who caves your head in with a golf club and then straightens his tie. Yeah. And brushes himself down. Very much so. Yeah. Like so it. yeah, you could see he he'd just be standing there watching all mayhem, and he'll just get himself involved. Chop a few heads off, and then and then away we go. So Sad. I think I've got a I think I've got a good team there. I haven't so I haven't got the names yet. I need your help with this. Okay, I broke it down by the way that the Expendables teams kind of constructed, and I think you can only have one genuine A lister, yep. maybe two at a pinch. It depends whether you consider whether you're talking about Expendables one, two, or three. And bear in mind that I watched the, I've only seen Expendables one, and I described it as a movie. Is it's if it was if that movie was a person, it would be the kind of person who goes for the poo, and when they get off the toilet, they've somehow got shit in their own mouths. Um, that's okay. how I would describe that that film, at the level of intelligence that is behind that that film. But I digress. Um, so I think you've got to have someone in the Sylvester Stallone role. So in this instance, I think you, you're looking from a short list of it's Gerard really. I think Gerard's going to be. Uh, your A-lister. Yeah, exactly. He's your main a I mean, Suarez is a good a good shout as well. Um, a much better shout. I, I, I'll be honest, I, I feel like your team's going to win regardless. Um, then you're looking at like... Okay, well, let's do two A-listers. So we'll say Gerard and Suarez, because I like the Suarez shout. 
and then one two B listers and one C lister because you end up with Randy Couture in those films and who I mean really who really he's good fighting good fighting well I know but as far as an act, as far as an actor goes yeah I mean acting's not the I mean, acting isn't the main skill in that movie the, exactly but the point of the Expendables <laughs> is to put as many famous action stars in there as possible like now now I'm oh, let's say B lister so you're talking like who's your Statham. And who's your? Well, you need, you need let's a, say Jet Li. You need a goalie first, so you, and you, your options are okay. limited. I think you need you're gonna be looking at Pepe's I, probably an A list. Pepe Reina's Pepe Reina's up there. Is he the Statham now? He, he's got the Statham look. Let's put Pepe in. Okay, Pepe Reina. And also, you can imagine him losing his cool. Yeah. And also, there's always a bit of comedy in that movie, and he's yes. quite a funny guy, isn't he? So, yeah. so Pepe, Gerard, Suarez. You, you need you need a bit of a Carmel influence. Okay. And you need a big man, but I need—I think I need someone who's—I who's, need, I need pacey, pacey and lethal, immediately, for example. Um, so you're looking for someone with a bit, a bit shorter on the fast side mm. from times gone by. We'll revisit that. C list. I—I can't get Eric Meyer out of my head. Okay, he could, well he could be your Iceman. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's just a big lumbering dolt who probably carries the carries like a a a, 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 a minigun, you know, a big rail gun or something like that at the back. Okay, and he's mad as well. By, by Absolutely. So yeah, he's yeah. in. So now we have to be a little quick fella. See, that's what I used Bellamy in this role, and I had a bit of Mascarano as I think well. Bellamy's possibly a decent shout for that. Okay. What about Mark Gonzalez? See, Mark Gonzalez, I, I, I had it. I was going, what the hell is his name? What is his name? Because he Mark? ran there fast. But he, but he, he, and he's you could not, kill him off first. But he's not a B-lister. He would, I, I would have to put him, make him my C-lister, and then I'd have to get rid of Eric Meyer, and I'd have to put someone else. Like, ooh. You know what? No. Mm. Fuck it. My team's just going to be dead slow. You know why? Because I want to tear this in there as well. Yeah. Because he looks like he should be in the Expendables. Yeah. Absolutely. He looks like a mad action, 80s action hero. Yeah, I bit... genuinely don't care if that's the best team or not. I think I, I just... He's got a bit of Steven Seagal about him. He's got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, a little, yeah, just a bit of Steven Seagal about him. He's got him. a bit of like, he would be Zlatan Ibrahimovic's stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> he's very, he, looks like, he looks like he could knock anyone out. But he's also like dead. They're like, who the fucking hell are you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's in. Okay, I think, I think we've nailed that. I think at, at football, your team wins. I think at fighting, my team... Loses. Possibly wins. <laughs> Size of, I just want size. You've, 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 got, you've gone for size. Yeah. I've gone for, for, for action. Okay, cool. <laughs> I can deal with that. <laughs> uh, right. Um, Rupert asks, who should Liverpool target this summer if they want to challenge for the title next season? I Let's not get bogged down too much in names at the minute. Okay. Let's work on this. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take this question. I'm going to, I'm going to fundamentally change it. Yep. You can only go big on two positions. Yep. What are the two positions that you go big on? Forward. We need one more. We've got three. We need four. Um, so, again, the, the Vayner stuff got rubbish, but maybe someone along those lines will mm-hmm. go big on him. If it's only two, I, I really want a goalie, but I'm thinking we need another number six of Emery Changos. That's an, that's an absolute necessity. You, you might you might be able to get away with Callius and Ward for the, whatever. So, I would say a, a, a someone who can play number six and then a forward in, in your scenario. So yeah. the perfect for me, perfect world, you'd go Timo Werner, Jorginho, would be ideal. Yeah, and then you and then you fill your other bits in around that. I um I, I can't disagree. I think the forward thing, I absolutely agree with. I realistically look, we we we're gonna do shows and shows and shows of this on the website in the coming in the coming weeks and months. Of course, it's kind of my job. Yeah, it's true. Um, I I I think we need. A lot of this depends on what how the manager rates a few of the guys who are on the on the fringes. So, for example, I think looking at Asko, and I was talking to someone about this the other day, the fact that we're rotating Matip and Lovren tells me that we need someone who can do what they do combined, i.e. another Virgil van Dijk maybe. Or yep. do you just say, Joe Gomez, you're our centre-half mate. You're our first-choice partner for Virgil van Dijk. And in that case, Matip and Lovren are fine to keep around the squad, I would still feel greatly comforted by binning off one or both of those lads, as much as I like them both in their own ways, and going and spending another £40, £50 million pounds on another brilliant centre-half. for example. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, he, that's a great shot. I wouldn't have had an idea on names and that, because it's just so hard to judge, isn't it? I think, you know, for every... 
for, for every Virgil van Dijk, you spend a big, big, big relative money and you get a Dejan Lovren or you get a Matip or you get a... Um, Lindelof at United. Or a Lindelof or, or whatever. Um, so I think it's tough. I don't know who exactly who that player would be, but I would... I would be loads more encouraged by us just going and fixing that problem. With Suppose that, money. and if you do that way, you don't, you can, you might get away with the goalie mm-hmm. again. You might, you might be able to get away with having And that's it. And I think the goalkeeper. I just don't think. And again, I'll know more come the end of the season because uh, if Carrius is an absolute stinker, you know, Mignolet is not the answer. And if Carrius proves himself not to be the answer, then you've got no choice but to go big on the goalkeeper. But that, anyway, I'm basing this on what I think is that what on the first eleven at the moment. I I think there is a. No one has nailed down that partner role for Van Dijk, so I think we definitely need that. And I 100% agree that we haven't, at the minute, look at what we did against Porto. We rested Salah, did we rest for that game? Or Mar- at home, Salah. Yeah, and we put Lalana on the wing. And at the minute, it's our our backup choices are Lalana, Oxley Chamberlain, or at a push Wijnaldum to play in them. I don't like that. You know, I think you need to have someone who can play wide. I think you need some... I think I agree with the forward thing to some extent. Again, but you're, I, I, I was thinking more sensible. No, 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 wide. I, you're thinking wide. You can I'm thinking yeah, if you can do a bit of both, fine. Yeah. But you need someone else with stupid pace. Sessignon. Maybe a Sessignon or something like that. But you're, someone else, you're a young lad between the ages of 17 and 21 who's got pace to burn, a bit of a rough diamond, who can learn from Mane, Salah and Firmino. Sessignon, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and I think we're lucky in this regard that in this the world of this question, we're, get, we're already getting cater. So it's a bit of a free, yeah, yeah, a free hit in that regard. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I agree. Look, five players, a backup to Firmino, a backup to Salah, Mane, uh, a proper beefy six like an Inzonzi or a Decore or a whomever, a centre half and a goalkeeper, you're as good as Man City, I think. If you get top quality in all those positions, whether we'll get that, who knows? Yeah. Um, listen, thanks very much for watching. Are we on that camera? Yeah. Thanks very much for liking the video, which you're doing right now, yeah? For subscribing, yeah. Uh, and also, thank you very much to everyone who's, who's listening uh, again on all the podcast apps. Said it right this time. Just about. Um, if you want more from us, more podcasts, more video coverage of everything around Liverpool Football Club, go to the redmentv.com. We do so much stuff on there. You're talking 20 exclusive podcasts every single month and in the region of 12 exclusive video shows or half an hour to 45 minutes to an hour covering everything in depth and detail from the fun stuff to the you know the, the deep dives on stats and tactics. So yeah, if you want more and if you love the Redmen TV and if you love Redmen Radio, um, yeah, it makes a big a big difference if you go and, and subscribe. Steve, you've got the Resonance Roundup coming this week. Everyone I, can get involved on that show. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to be talking about all the lads we think we might sign in, who we've been linked to. So, Werner is going to be mentioned, Jorginho. There's been a bit of Lanzini mentioned in there. Oh, hot Lanzini, hot, A bit of hot Lanzini action for you, yeah. <laughs> It's, that's like showing a little bit of thigh for you, isn't it? Get, get behind the paywall and, and I'll show you it all. <laughs> Sad. If that's not encouraging enough, I don't know what is. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. Walk on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.